Hello, and welcome to Pretend to Imagine, a weekly podcast with Tyler and Greg. Today's podcast includes Greg's other job. You didn't uh, know I was a freelance butcher. I had no idea. Yeah. Uh, more on that later. Uh, nice places to live and why we like them. Guar. Interesting and experimental colognes and fragrances. That's your opinion on the interesting part, but go ahead. And poor losers. Yep. Megan uh, was at the bar last night. And I was uh, <coughs> talking to my wife, her. Megan, and yeah, I, wife, I wasn't, I yeah. wasn't there. Yeah, you weren't there. You were busy. Um, but it's interesting. She, I, she, she said something about you that I, I did not know. Oh, wait. I, no, no, this is not. I'm, I'm surprised you never mentioned it before. She told me that you're a butcher. Oh, yeah, that's, yes. You, you've been a butcher for like, what, 10, 15 years now? 10, 15 years is a hobby, hobbyist. It's a hobby. Hobby, hobby butchering, yeah. So, yeah. so so what do you butcher exactly? Well, uh, mostly I butcher uh, endangered endangered animals. Endangered animals? Yes. Like, so let me, like, for instance, like a, if I were to kill a California condor. No, well, I would kill it. Oh, you would, I would kill it. I would kill but, the condor. But I could I could bring a, a harp you, seal to you. If you brought a I would I would butcher the harp seal if you brought you butcher, it. Yeah, okay, yeah, all right. Yes, so so yeah. do, you, do you get, do, we, do you save the skins or just meat? Well, I, well, we save the skins. Yeah. And uh, we make um, uh, hats. Yeah. Uh, and uh, nose warmers. Yeah, is, sure. Is a, it's a kind of a niche thing, but we make what, those. Do you make muffs? We make muffs. We make muffs and, and, and uh, ear warmers and the, anything yeah. anything that keep you warm. Okay. All right. Uh, so is, is so a, basically, and how about, uh, what about like circus animals? Do you do anything Oh, like yeah. That? Well, yeah, you, you, yeah. you know, have you ever seen circus animals well, around? They're, they're kind of ratty. Well, do you know why? Why? Me. Okay, so you butchered them all. You've been cutting up all the circuses. That's animals. why there are no circuses anymore. Okay, I right. take full responsibility what's the for that. Best, what's, the, um, what's the best cut on an elephant? The best cut on an elephant is, well, not many people know this, but at, at the base of the trunk, Ooh. the base of the trunk is the mo- is the tenderest, best. <laughs> that's, that's the yeah. sweet meat. Well, what you do is you, you cut you cut that part off, and there's a yeah. whole, there are two holes right, for the in nostrils. there, right? Yeah, right, and sure. you fill that with, uh, you, well, you, usually you fill it with, with mayonnaise. Mayonnaise, okay. Yeah. That, now, uh, that does beg the question, uh, how do you, you have to evacuate those nostril holes somehow? Do you use like a pump, like an air bl- blast it with mouth. the air? Your mouth. Oh, okay. Mouth, mouth. yeah. Okay. Well, you cut the trunk off first. Right. You're going to get a lot of cuts out of that trunk, but the tenderest yeah, part yeah, is at the yeah. base. So sure. you cut the trunk off first and you put your mouth at the tip of the trunk. Okay. And you suck in. Okay. Yeah, right. I suppose you could blow out, but I've never done it that way. I was because what I was going to, uh, what I was going to ask, uh, I happen to very much enjoy marsupials. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you I know was, what you do I, with a marsupial? You take them. Yeah. You, you take the pouch. Yeah. Turn them inside out. Yeah. Bake them. Ooh. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It's a yeah. it's it's a kind of a, a traditional. So you also cook. I mean, you're not. It's not you well, don't just butcher, but you all, you also cook. But the, professionally, I butcher. But, yeah. You know, I, I have an interest in food. You, otherwise, you, I wouldn't be sure. butchering. So so sure. I, I don't sell uh, the inside out marsupial uh, delicacy, right. but but I, I've had it. It's 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 quite good. Yeah. Really. With your limited menu. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, it it's got yeah. it's, it satisfies all the. So you're you're kind of uh, given that you mostly work with endangered species. Yeah. Um, you're, you're kind of upscale. I mean, like for instance, uh, the other day I ran over a possum. It was pregnant. Yep. And and I oh, you know I, I, if I could scrape up that mess and bring it to you, or, or would you really not? Normally, handle that I wouldn't do a possum. A pregnant possum. It was a pregnant. Now we're possum. talking. It now we've got. There were just yeah. There were little little possum embryos everywhere. <laughs> It was impossible. Oh, uh, but anyway, so so I you're upscale though. That's that's upscale. What it's very upscale. It's all upscale. Yeah, upscale. yeah. and yeah, uh, no. yeah, very select okay. clientele. And it, and okay. it's it's highly illegal. So uh, yeah, it's yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, and so don't was, tell anyone. I was going to wonder, you know, about our listenership uh, if they would. Uh, I think if we just ask keep, them not keep to keep tell this anybody, on the QT, not to you know, tell anyone. We'll and be if fine. you and if you happen to have a dead leopard. 
uh, or maybe or uh, live leopard, a, or a baby humpback whale, baby humpback uh, whale. Yeah, you know, maybe uh, or maybe if you're really uh, really lucky, uh, California condor. So California a, condor, yeah, yeah, yeah they taste like chicken. I bet they do. You know, I am very lucky to live in Providence. I love um, Providence. I, I, Providence is, I a, is a wonderful place, and you know, I I um I find myself uh, I can walk to two pharmacies, two markets, <laughs> my my dentist, yeah. my eye doctor, uh, my hair person, multiple restaurants, and it's uh, all within. We're talking maybe a five, maybe ten minute walk. Yeah, and so. You know, uh, my house is a nice house. It's maybe, you know, when I first bought it, it wasn't the nicest house in location. But my uncle was like, listen, you'd rather have the best house. No, sorry. You'd rather have the worst house in the best neighborhood than the best house in the worst neighborhood. Right. And I've also and, heard that you know, said is you really yeah. want the middle of the road. Of everything. Ideally, you'd be the middle. But, Ideally, the way to go. Yeah. But, you know, when you get a location like this, you're, you're really lucky to live in it. And, um, you know, it, it, it sort of begs the question, or rather it answers the question as to why people live in Rhode Island, which can be. A jerkwater state. Okay, I mean we have high unemployment. Yeah, the cost of living is quite high. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's uh, it's a, a, a funny state to live in. The opportunities aren't great, you know. But man, is it a nice place to live? It's it's really nice, and uh, I I think it's uh, just visually and uh, what it has to offer as far as near beaches and near yes near uh, the the country and, and near Providence and also near Boston right and I, I don't know if we've talked about this before on the podcast or not, well Rhode Islanders fear nah. to go to Boston mm. there's always a, that that feeling I, mm. I think you know what it is honestly with Rhode Islanders in Boston every Rhode Islander at some point has had a miserable trip to Boston okay they there's traffic uh, inability to park, uh, you know, you, you get lost and end up in South Boston. And, and then, you know, uh, so for me, <laughs> when I was a young lad, uh, I had to pick up my parents at the airport. All right. So I was probably, oh, I don't know, 17. Okay. So I didn't know. This was in the days before GPS. There was no GPS. There wasn't even MapQuest at this point. Right. So Tyler gets in the car, gets so lost. I never even made it to the airport. Okay, I ended I ended up driving around in some of the worst areas of Boston, and finally, finally, in desperation, I went up. I I was driving in this 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 scary looking area, and I I drove up to this nice young lady, and I said, "Hey, can you tell me how to get to the airport?" She goes, "No, you want a date?" She was very nice. She was very nice. Very nice. nice. Yeah. Unfortunately, I was in a hurry. I couldn't, uh, you know. One time I was in Boston and uh, my wife and I had gone to the Boston Early Music Festival. Okay. Now, for those of you who don't know, early music is music that's uh, like, it's like um, uh, Bach and before. Okay. Right? So not classical music the way we know it, but the period of music just before before what we Mozart know as, and, what and, we know uh, is, yeah, as, as classical music. All the way from, from that point, which is that that era is easy to confuse with classical music. Sure. But that era all the way back to medieval music. Yeah. It was just early. That's all one category. Early music. Right? Yeah. So Boston has a really great um, uh, early music festival. A lot of Baroque operas and a lot of fringe concerts where there's tons of, of performances. And they have an exhibition where you go there and there's just people from all over the world that come to sell handmade early musical yep. instruments, you okay. know, viola da gambas and hurdy-gurdies and, and Rausch fifes and well, yeah, all actually, kinds of things. Actually, just so you guys, just so everybody knows, the Rausch fife will be appearing yeah, well, well, in, in, a, yeah. in an upcoming episode, well, I pretend to imagine. Yeah, but I'll, anyway, I'll play a Rausch fife. But anyway, Boston. 
So we're there at this festival and everybody there, you know, at this festival, not only are these like musicians, but these are musicians that have decided to dedicate their life to basically a dead form yeah. of music. Right, sure. Uh, and so there's a lot of people. Because there's money in that. A, yeah, right. Well, so these are all very wealthy. You go into, they have an entire room dedicated just to the harpsichord. So it helps to have a trust fund there. Yeah, yeah, so. Exactly. A lot of people with ponytails and black turtlenecks yeah, yeah, and all this yeah. stuff, right? right? Sure. Yep. So we're, it's fine, right? So we're there and we're having a great time. Do, do they hang out with the puppetry people? No. <laughs> so we, they, they, we're hanging out, we're having a great time. We see all these beautiful, old instruments, these, these you know, her, uh, harpsichords yeah. and everything you can think of. And then we go outside onto the street and we didn't realize it, but that festival, the, 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 the exhibition, the heart of the festival, happened on the day when they had the celebration when this, the uh, Bruins won the Stanley Cup. Oh my God. So we walked out on the street and there are all these like music nerds, they're yeah. vulnerable. Yeah. And all of these right. guys, big giant guys in huge hockey t-shirts screaming and yelling and honking yeah. of horns and people just flooding one side of the street to the other. People just flipping out and going crazy hey. and a lot of very scared early music well, that enthusiasts. Happened, that happened at Gen Con. There was a biker convention oh. <laughs> that occurred at the same day as yeah. the last day of Gen Con. Yeah. And, and you would not believe, you didn't think these are the same species. There's the, they, and the, 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 like you said, nerd terror. I yeah. mean, they were absolutely terrified. Yeah. The bikers, these, they these can guys, smell fear on you. They're, they're absolutely. They, I mean, there were probably some wedgies that occurred. <laughs> it's, it's very unfortunate because we're talking adults here. But um, it's funny about living in places that are um, are nice and how important that is. Uh, we had uh, a guy uh, I worked with uh, in New York City. Uh, I won't give his name, but he was, he was a very high up um, uh, fellow. Uh, in the Catholic fellows are people who are studying medicine beyond their normal mm. degree. So, like, he's a cardiac fellow. Yeah, and he, you have and a tendency he, to use the word. Fellow I use the word fellow. And, this and is lad, not a fellow. This and is lad a, often. Right. So I'm glad you. Right. This is an actual title. You know. So this guy is really good. Okay, he's amazing. He's a uh, cath. He does catheterizations, opens people's heart valves up. Really good at what he does. Very highly thought of. So one day, uh, people were. He was. He was finishing up. He was almost done with his his fellowship, and they said, "Well, John, what are you going to do?" He goes, "Well." I've kind of got it narrowed down to two options. So I, I've got a, I've got an option in New York City for about 140 grand a year, and I'll be the the lowest guy on the totem pole at this uh, busy cath lab. I'll be doing a lot of work. And they said, well, okay, you know, is that the, you get subsidized housing? No. You know. Well, I said, well, what about your other option? He goes, well, it's North Dakota. And I'm like, what? He goes, yeah. Well, it's 450 grand a year, and they're going to give me a house, and uh, I'm going to be the head of the cath lab. I will be the actual, you know, guy who runs it. And um, they're offering me the use of their private jet to fly to Chicago if I want to have a nice weekend. I'm like, what are you going to do? New York. <laughs> it's totally true. It's terrible. It's true. But it's you know, true. Uh, <laughs> I may have done, maybe gone to you North Dakota for North a couple Dakota, of years, okay, you know, yeah, and then made the move. Make, make but the money. still, yeah, you know, uh, I, Providence and Boston, these places, uh, it's, for me, it's whether or not there is an opportunity for something cool to come by your yeah. city. In other words, a concert, a tour, yeah. um, you know, uh, off-Broadway productions. Um, uh, the Illegal Butchers Association the illegal, The Illegal Underground Butchers, butchers yeah, right. uh, Enthusiast yeah. con Convention. Uh, and then the... Um, uh, you know, I told you before I went and saw Brain Candy, which is Adam Savage. Yeah. And, uh, for, and that's coming to Providence. If you live in North Dakota and unlikely. you want to see that, it's unlikely. And that, that's not even like a, a huge. Well, you know, you think about it. It's it's it is a little easier because because we have the internet now. 
So, I mean, if you live in an isolated area, you know, I mean, you, you can watch movies, you can have a, a, don't a, even, a vibrant EverQuest life. Don't even have to wear um, pants. You don't even have to wear pants, you know. So you, you have, a, you are plugged in, you know, as long as you get, God forbid, you don't have internet. But if you have internet, you're sort of plugged in and that's good. But yep. it's, it's. Put me in an astronaut diaper and plug and, me into and, the matrix. I've got a, I've got a Texas catheter in my hand here, folks. I'm waving uh, it in the air. Offering terrible. it to Greg, but he doesn't want it. I don't want so, it. So anyway, yeah, I mean, uh, I, I'm, I'm in love with uh, living in this place, in this area, and uh, it would it would take a lot to extricate me from, from where I am. It's just, yeah. it's comfortable. So you'd be a great uh, spokesperson for this place, except that you crapped all over at the beginning of this of, this, of the bit. Well, I mean, actually, I've heard that our unemployment actually is now much lower than it was. So our unemployment is at the peak of the... It was 11% the, unemployment, it, and now it's yeah, down we to were, about 6 or 7, I think, somewhere. So actually, the, the state's... God, God bless you, Gina Raimondo. I mean, yeah. clearly something's going right. Well, now, so, I think she she's know. probably doing fine, but I think the as a as a whole, everyone is doing better. As we, you know, it's yeah. a, it's the the curve, the ups and downs of yeah, the, of the, yeah, of the sure. economy. Well, so. ride that wave, riding it, suck that lozenge, ride it into the ground. All right, suck that lozenge. Lo- what the hell does that mean? You know, it's like a lozenge. Ugh. When I was a lad, to use your one of your words, yes, lad. When lad. I was a lad, yes. Uh, I went and saw. Uh, I went to a lot of concerts yeah. and, and everything. Uh, I went and saw Guar. 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 Yeah. Right, ready? Do I know Guar? I'm their manager. <laughs> that was from the movie. <laughs> I've actually never seen the movie. Oh, uh, the movie's well, amazing. So I went and saw Guar kind of accidentally. Yeah. So there's a band called the Dickies, and they're like kind of like a novelty <laughs> band. They're like kind of like a, a. They're called the Dickies. They're kind of like a punk. A punk uh, a version of uh, "They Might Be Giants," you know, okay, kind yeah. of a novelty yeah. band, and they they have these these crazy songs. Um, and they were opening for Guar, yeah. So I went to see the Dickies, and Guar was kind of like a bonus, and right? They were amazing and hilarious. Now, were you hit with fluids? Every fluid, every bodily fluid imaginable. Now, yes. you you're a doctor, yeah. You can you can okay. So we'll fluids. go through. Okay, you were, go through. Were you hit with blood? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, were you hit with spit? Yes. Were you hit with uh, lymph? Is it yellow? Uh, it's sort of a, yeah, off yellow. Yeah, sure. I was hit with a lot of yellow fluids. Lymph, okay, urine. Yeah. Urine, Clearly definitely, urine. Okay, yes, clear. yes. Were you hit with cerebrospinal fluid? It's possible. That's clear. Yeah. So we're going by the, by the different colors. And, and I guess, when uh, bile? Was there, was there bile? Definitely bile. Definitely bile. Definitely okay. bile. Definitely bile. And, and of course, everyone's favorite is semen. Definitely semen. Definitely semen. Okay. And, and and honestly, the most horrifying of all, which honestly more horrifying than semen, menstrual fluid. Menstrual fluid. That, yes. Well, that's really under the same category as blood. But yeah, okay. Yes. That's, well, uh, no. It's, 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 I, it's I blood with to differ. It's blood with with uh, chunky bits. No, just, all right. Here. You know what? Uh, but, I, I but hesitated anyway. to even mention that because I knew. Well, wait, 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 wait. You, you're missing one. Though. What about diarrhea? I'm not sure about that. No, I actually, I'm going to be honest and say I'm not sure you about that. You don't know if there was diarrhea. I'm not sure about okay. that. So, so basically, we have a bouquet of bodily fluids that it is sprayed onto the It is a veritable cornucopia of, okay. uh, of bodily, unwanted okay. bodily fluids. Okay. Yeah, I, I was uh, talking to a, a friend of mine who had uh, seen Gore uh, back in the, it was in the 90s, and there was... Uh, there was a, uh, a, a moment where a Monica Lewinsky and a Bill Clinton puppet came onto the stage, and uh, there was fluids involving that. I'm as, sure as there well. was. Yeah. yeah, yeah. See, these guys for for people who don't know much about Gore, Gore says, "Let's take this as far as we can go for offensiveness, and then go one step further." So to set it up, when I, at least for the concert I went to, it's a heavy metal band. Yes, and the premise is that they're from uh, they're demons from another planet. Yeah, yes, and they wear these giant. You know, you know where they're from, don't you? 
Where the, the, the Gorse Fortress is in Antarctica. In, 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 yes. Well, yeah, yeah Antarctica. Right. So uh, they wear giant, uh, you know, uh, uh, facial makeup. Yeah, and yeah. They're a lot of, so, like, they're so, bare-chested with giant armor. So, for instance, Balzac the Destroyer, his, yeah. his head is a, is a, tr- is a, is a, a steel trap, that you, a bear trap yeah. that, that you trap, uh, trap yeah. bears, you know, and, and he's like a huge... So they're like thing. a parody sort of yeah. a, of a, a band. And they oh yeah, this is not serious. Like, by no, no, no. They, these, so, these people aren't Swedish. This well, is not serious. When I saw them, they had a boxing ring set up in the middle of the stage. Okay, and they would perform, and then people would get in there and they'd fight. Yeah, in in the thing. So uh, that was that was, uh, and then you just you spend the whole time like all kind of scrunched up trying to sheet and you can't shield yourself but just getting rained on with yeah. every everything you could imagine it's okay and of course no you could have you could have backed away it's okay it's, I didn't though. it's just pudding it's just pudding. <laughs> it's like you know yeah. but uh, yeah no Gora now I heard uh, kind of sad news I heard that Odorous Urungus the lead singer of Gora's actually passed away was he was he the lead singer or was I he, believe he was the lead I thought uh, it was the, the uh, somebody from Guar passed away right. I, unfortunately I don't know who actually plays these characters there's, yeah. let's see there's uh, the Mighty Beefcake uh, Odorous Yongus, uh Balzac the Destroyer, Slime and Estra Hyman, and, uh, <laughs> I, and their their manager is Sleazy P. Martini. <laughs> so, uh, in a related uh, kind of a thing, have you ever been to um, oh uh, Kaiju Big Battle? Oh, I've always wanted to. I've been. Have you been? Yeah. So Kaiju Big Battle is oh, sort of the sort of the same thing. It's fake wrestling. Yep. But the 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 characters that are wrestling yeah, are kaiju. Are kaiju. Yeah. So it's you know it would be like King Kong and 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 Godzilla, Godzilla if they got yeah. into a ring together. But all of their characters are all made up. Yeah. And um, there's uh, my favorite one was Steam Powered Tentacle Boulder. <laughs> nice. And they have a ring on stage, and yeah. the guy gets to these big. He's in a big costume. It's a big round Steam costume. Powered tentacle and there's boulder. Tentacles coming out of it, and yeah. there's a, a grate in the front, and it's glowing. And there's steam, yeah, steam powered steam tentacle power, boulder. Yeah, yeah. And I believe he fought Dusto Bunny. <laughs> and Dusto Bunny was a, the guy in this horrifying uh, bunny outfit, but it was he was a dust bunny. Yeah. So he was it was all matted and weird and, yeah. and brown and yeah. stained and everything. And then when he got body slammed, they must have. Filled his costume with, with Nestle's Quick. Oh my God! The entire oh God. place smelled like me- Nestle's wow. Quick whenever he would get smashed. Clean up or, on aisle you know. three. So, wow. uh, uh, and they're it's hilarious. And there's there's videos you can go on. It's uh, Kaiju, Kaiju Kaiju Big, Big Battle, and you'll you'll find it. You, I think they're out of Boston. Have you ever heard of a band called the Upper Crust? No. You've never heard of the Upper Crust? No. My brother was totally into the the Upper Crust was a I think it was like a, it was like a, a hard rock uh, kind of band, and they dressed in seventeen um, hundreds finery, so they had periwigs oh, yeah. and they had satin hose and they had they had like the 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 the, the metal buttons and the ruffs and, and all these kinds of things, and they would sing songs. That were deliberately offensive because they were incredibly classist, and how much they hated poor people, and how great it was to be rich, and like you know the, the, that's why they're called the upper crust. So they had songs like "A Friend of a Friend of the of the of the Working Class," 
and, and, and one called Little Rickshaw Boy, where it's, you know, there's a story where he's like, you nasty little rickshaw boy. And like, you know, he beats the rickshaw boy to death because he's not pulling him fast enough, you know. Terrible. And, and one of them, one of the guys who did it was the speechwriter for Bill Clinton. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So these these are talented folks, but hilarious. If you ever ever get to see some of their stuff, it's really funny. So, um, yeah, I, I envy you, though. I mean, I did I did see, um, I saw the Gore movie, uh, which was great. It had it was it was very funny. Uh, there was another Gore movie, which my brother has seen, but I have not, which is, I think it was uh, uh, Afternoon or the Night of the Day of the Killer Penguins, you know, which I which I haven't seen. But uh, they're very, uh, very innovative, very interesting uh but, well, they're also—I uh, don't know if they're even around anymore. I don't—I right? don't think. Well, they can't be. I mean, they're, they're lead singers. The guy, yeah. passed Oh, away. and you, you know, he passed away. But you know, they gave him a Viking funeral. Did they? They literally put that Did they guy really in a do boat, it? put him on a boat, set it on fire, and shoved it off it's, offshore. It's, he literally had a Viking, real it's, Viking it's, funeral. It's, it's, what, it's what he wanted. Yeah. I mean, yeah. look at you and me. We have very interesting views on how we're going to get get buried. Absolutely. Yeah. Greg, I'm branching out. Oh, why am I worried? So when I lived in New York City, uh, my uh, then girlfriend was interested in making new fragrances. Okay, so she she made a perfume made of lavender. She took it to in the industry. A this guy is another called, one of Tyler's lists. This, this is one of my lists. Right? Oh. So, so she she took. I, I'm all, all right. Let me hold on a minute. Okay. Let me, do, let me, do you have your vomit? Let bag. me prepare because I know where this is going. Okay, go ahead. So basically, uh, she took this uh, lavender uh, solution she made to this guy called a nose, and he smelled it and said, "Okay, that's uh, that's pretty Jimmy good." Jimmy the nose. Jimmy the nose. Yeah, yeah. They they, they, they call him abundant nose. Uh, and uh, you know, so she was. So I said to myself, "Good heavens!" You know, as a physician, I'm sure I can come up with some uh, interesting fragrances. And and so I'm going to start. I'm going to bounce these off of you. Okay, and see see what you Please think. Please don't. See these. So so the first uh, and you know I, I what I'm thinking is eventually I'm going to franchise these. You know I'm going to make them into Odu whatever. I thought or, you said franchise. French, no no French franchise. Franchise to, to French, French something. Yeah, yeah Frenchify. Yeah you know any any <laughs> any anything can be made into a verb. You, know, you can hippopotamus <laughs> someone by beating them in the head with it. But anyway, right. so the first one I thought was tarmac. You know, sort of like it's, as, it's, a, as a fragrance, as a fragrance, you know, sort of that asphalty, tangy smell that you get on a hot day, you know, on the, you know, tarmac. You the, know? the thing is, the thing is, somebody out there might go probably for probably would go for that. Yeah, yeah, tarmac. You smell like like the, yeah. when the airplane is, gets in, it's a tarmac. Yeah. And then I thought, what about vinyl? You know, like a new car kind of scent, you know? I mean, I don't know. New car, right? Vinyl. So, you, well, you can get new car spray for your car. Yeah, It'll spray right. Spray yeah. So, uh, little, so maybe they, they've already car, got that. A little car, a little behind the ears. So you could just use that anyway. That's a, that's a good yeah. point. Okay. How about kimchi? <laughs> you know, it's that it's that cabbage that you leave outside for about a week, you know, and let it, let it sort of ferment. And uh, I once had a kimchi apocalypse in my house. These guys were downstairs were <laughs> making kimchi. I thought something had died in my vents. And I'm like, literally, you should have seen me. It was about two in the morning. I'm like, where's it coming from? Penny, did you take a crap on the... And I'm looking around. I can't find it. Kimchi. I ended up in a bathrobe in the basement trying to figure out where this reek was coming from. <laughs> and it was kimchi. It was their kimchi Did from downstairs. Did you have to set the rules for your tenants? No you more know, kimchi? I, I really should have. I mean, I don't know why you would eat something that smells like that. But anyway, as a, as a fragrance. I know, but I feel the same way about devil eggs. As it, oh, they stink eggs. up the whole house. I, I have no, they're, no, they're no desire. Right, so how about this one? Yes. Low Tide. 
<laughs> a fishy requisite. That was from, from Monty Python. Yeah, you know, that smell of brine and seaweed and maybe a little bit and of sand. Decay. It's decay, you know, like the pier, you know. Uh, and then, of course, we have cigarette ash. Nobody um, wants that. Cigarette ash is, is, I think, very good. It's very easy to come by. You know, you just basically go to a smoker's house and just collect oh. it. And then uh, how about um, corpse? Oh, jeez. <laughs> just corpse. That's, that's it. No, you know, no. It's been there for, you know, maybe six, seven months. Just a, just corpse. Oh. Uh, a, yeah. And then, of, uh, of course, uh, uh, many people have su- suggested a fragrance just called Taint. No, that doesn't, Tyler, that doesn't actually have to be you know, wait, what wait, you're wait, thinking I, of. I, I'm not saying I was, I, you were being fairly well behaved. You got the yeah. corpse and then you had to take it weird. You had to make it weird. And then uh, we got a couple more here. We got uh, boot cheese. <laughs> dwarven, you know, the, the dwarven, for, the fine dwarven boot dwarven boot cheese. Now that I, that I'm on board yeah, with, I was just actually talking about dwarven boot cheese the today. Dwar- dwarven boot cheese is a mixture of a cheese smell and also leather. It's it's kind of a a, a mixed smell, you know? and it's it's uh, affected by the, the the foot of the of the of the maker the, of the dwarf. Oh, yeah. Of course, yeah, because so like the mountain dwarf is a different type of cheese yeah. than the sea dwarf. Well, a personal person. So that that's like a in violin making, right? When you when you make a violin. Yeah. You you don't sand it. You, it's all done with the chisel. And when they judge these instruments, they want to see the hand of the maker. They want to see the ah, individual chisel mark. Sure, right? sure. So it's the foot of the wearer. It's foot of the wearer, exactly. Right? Where it's yeah. this this cheese, I can. This came. I can. I get it. It's. I can. I can. I can identify. This the came foot. from Gergi Brightaxe. <laughs> he's a he's a he's a he's a dwarven warrior of the seventh rank from Stonehelm. And it's been aged in his basement, <laughs> in his boot, for for, for, for for over ten years. You know, and it's just uh-huh. it's like a, so. And then, no, I always imagine uh, that the, the dwarf would yeah. go on going on an adventure, put a little. A little, little bit of little, goat, little little goat's milk, milk in the boot. Yeah, actually, go on, go I, on the adventure, and on the way back, actually, on, come back. Goat actually, cheese. I mean, a bo- actually, boot authentic cheese. dwarven boot cheese is non-dairy. <laughs> there's, there's no if you're lactose intolerant you can still eat this cheese oh no so I just I just want to finish up there's only one other I thought we I were thought, finished and I was I thought, hoping we no, were no there's finished. one more there's one more and I'm just gonna right, I'm gonna the last perfume or perhaps I say cologne gramps because <laughs> nothing says fragrance like the smell of an old man I don't even know where to go with that of dubious <laughs> hygiene <laughs> You know, as people get older, they just don't care anymore. It's just, it's like, I don't, I don't have that. You know, first of all, you could slip in the tub. Okay. Second of all, it's, they're not trying to impress anyone anymore. Honestly, are they looking for a mate? Are they looking for someone? No, they don't care. Whatever. You know, so gramps. I'm not wearing that. You know, no, No. I'll give you some for free. No. (laughs) There's a confession I got to make. Oh, here we no, go. No, no, no. It's not gross. It's just it's a confession. I, uh, I've i always been a poor loser. Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and the funny thing is you've never even borne the brunt of it, really. I mean, you, you have I've no, experienced. The, I've experienced a little bit. A little bit. I mean, yeah. the, 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 the level of inappropriateness and fury and despondency that I've, I've been able to put forth 
over years. In, in, the negativity in, you've ne- put forth ne- in the world. Yes. It, so it, specifically, you're talking about mostly 40k. Well, in, in my case, primarily right. 40k. Miniatures war game. There, there are other other things that, that you know. And and uh, now the the truth is, I've mellowed immensely over the past five years, uh, which is which is fortunate for those around me. But it's such a shame. Being a sore loser is such a shame because what what it is is it's it's rage. And it's an attempt to actually ruin the experience of another person. This other person's just beaten you, okay? They're happy, their game went well, and you're being an a-hole. And it actually makes it unpleasant. It's revenge. And it's, Yeah, it's, you know, uh, that's a good way to put it. If you're, a sore, if you're being a whiny, sore loser, yeah, you're, yeah. you're trying to take... Well, I think it's a lack of control. So if oh, you're winning, you're in control. If you're losing, it's yes. an attempt to take yes. back control yes. by having a fit or getting attention. The attention you were going to get from winning, you're Possibly. not getting, so you're Possibly. trying to get that attention oh, by... It, it, by Calling out the flaws and uh, b- yeah. it was not right. Curse these rules that make these, me not win. Yeah, yeah, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the, and, and or uh, the sense that you've been humiliated and you're lashing out because you've been humiliated. You know, and I think it's a shame because the problem is, is it's not an appropriate place to vent anger. Um, you're supposed to be having fun. This is your hobby. You're supposed to love this, and 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 doing that is just uh, it's it's wrong. Now I have um, gotten a lot better. Um, my own um, sense of self worth is no longer wrapped up in winning a game of 40k, uh, you know. And so it's 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 I'm a lot I'm a lot better than I was. But even still, I get hot under the collar at times. And um, there are many people in our social group who are also sore losers. I won't mention names but there have been individuals <laughs> well they're that, listening now they're, and they're, they're all they're, they're all there's only so many of them there's only so many of them so but, but all, let's just they're all doing the math let's, let's just say that there have been individuals who have thrown models across the, the, ah. the uh, there are people who have uh, thrown their dice out uh, there are people who uh uh, who uh, play an army once, and when they lose, they say, "I can't play this army anymore." They throw it away and start a new one. You know these kinds of things. That's this like is, the, this old, is the old the old D thing when you're you roll poorly. You, you take your dice and you microwave them. to, yeah, pu- to yeah. punish them. We, we, you have in, to punish in, your dice. In 40k, we have something called a dice commissar, where when a dice a, a die rather fails you, you put the die on the table. You arrange all the dies in a semicircle to watch, and you smash the die with a hammer. So the other ones learn their lesson. <laughs> yeah, that, I think and that's it's, yeah, like that's, oh no, um, but um, it, but it's a, it's it's a it's a shame, and and it's uh, on the flip side, you get these people who are such good sports that I mean, there's no one who doesn't want to play them. There's so they never get you know this guy. Uh, this, I'll use his first name. Uh, is Mike. Make up make make up his yeah, first Mike, name. Mike's not and change name. the sex. Okay, Mike's a woman. Okay, <laughs> and, perfect. And, and Mike, <laughs> that's uh, perfect. But 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 this 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 this. <laughs> Okay, good. This guy is the nicest guy in the he, and he loses all the time. But That's does, what I was going to ask you. But he doesn't care. He doesn't care. You look at Mike, you go, Mike, are you tired of losing? He goes, beats checkers. <laughs> That's, you know, he's like, he's fantastic. Is he, that doesn't irritate you? No, not no. at all. No, no. I, I, I love, uh, I love playing. You know, games like, with like him. he get out of earshot and go. What the hell does he have to be so happy about? Yeah, so he's so freaking happy. Damn, that's, damn it. Yeah. yeah. But uh, how about you? How are you with losing? I mean, do you? Do you I get don't care nipped? about losing. No, I, I play a lot of board games. I, I tend to like um, uh, cooperative games. Yeah, me too. You know? Me too. Uh, they're fun. But if I play a competitive board game and I lose, I don't care. You don't seem to. Care. And I say this all the time. And when I, when I used to run a D and D game. Um, when I was the, the DM, and again, there's no really no winning in a D&D game per se, but... Yeah, uh, unless you when kill I would the, the game, party, which, is, which, <laughs> which you I tried would, to I do. Wouldn't have to do it. So, but when I would run the game, if, if like people didn't show up, not enough people showed up to play the D&D game, I would be, well, let's get together anyway, and we will 
play another game or we'll eat ice cream or we'll go anything. It was Sounds good always, to me. to me, it was always about the social aspect, right. hanging out with everybody first, right. playing D&D second. Yep. And I think if you approach board games or anything competitive like that, where the first thing you want to do, if you're playing soccer or whatever it is, if you the first thing is to meet friends and yep. be social and to hang out and then you well, know, get in a good game secondary, that, it, that's very helpful. It's funny, uh, just, just uh, this weekend I was playing with a group of people who came here. We'd have a game day and uh, we were playing Necronomic Cards. Okay, this is a Kickstarter. You can't buy it yet. Uh, and it's a, it's a nifty game. Basically, you you pull out these these uh, spell cards, and when you get uh, either three pairs of symbols, or two threesomes of symbols, or one six of symbols, you can summon horrible things. Terrific! Okay? It's it's it's, hil- it's hilarious. I, I summon the Krampus. I oh, summon nice. I summon Baba Yaga. Uh, somebody summon the King in Yellow. Uh, so all these things. Yeah, and the, and the, and what happens is when you summon the thing, it does something to the game, right? Mm-hmm. So. I play it. I'm like, this is neat. I like this. Someone summons Slimer, you know, from oh. Ghostbusters. <laughs> they look at me. They go, "You lose your next three turns." I'm like, "What? Like you freaking kidding me?" Yeah. And they're like, that's "Oh yeah, you, you, you." And and that's the, bad game design. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm, so I started saying, I said, "You guys understand that this is like some of the worst game design that you could. Yeah. You should never put a person out." For three turns, and so I was like, you know, I was, I was, I was irritated. You know, I was really mad. And so they, they were talking. They said, well, you know, you know, we've kind of house ruled till you lose one turn. I'm like, well, even that's not ideal, but okay, fair enough. But uh, yeah, it irritated me. I mean, it's like, well, you know, why would you have a, have a game like that? And it's funny. I was thinking of buying Necronomic cards, but honestly, uh, I, I think you have to house rule that because yeah. And he and then and then uh, Derek's like, oh yeah, there's one that makes you lose five turns. I'm like, so why don't you just why? walk it, out of the room? It, it, it's, it's that's it, ga- that's game design 101. You, the things you don't things that make modern games different than old games you don't have that kind of you know terrible causing mechanics. people to sit out turns for no reason you don't have kingmaker where you have the you know one player has the ability per their actions to determine who they're who not going to win else is gonna but win. They, can, exactly. they can they can determine which yeah. of the other people are going to win right. you don't have that uh you don't have um, you don't have runaways you don't have r- runaways is runaway where all of a sudden it's like well there's no way we could possibly yeah, stop this you, person so. is going to win and yeah. we just have to let them grind us <laughs> down for the next 45 minutes until they actually officially win and then there's um uh now you made me forget it um oh keeping Allowing the other players to ha- take actions during someone yes. else's turn. Yes, so if there's five people playing, you're not sitting there texting yep. on your phone or yep. whatever, waiting for your turn. I to know, come I'm around. not going to use this yeah. podcast to crap on games that I have trouble with. Although we might yeah. want to do a games podcast at some point. We really should. But but anyway, the point is the point is this: for all you sore losers out here, okay, including me, just remember this. This is really important. Okay, you're a human being with worth. Okay, that goes beyond playing a game. Yeah. Remember that. Remember that the person you're playing with is not here to humiliate you. They're here to have fun with you. Yep. And that they respect you and they like you. Because they yep. wouldn't be playing a game with you if they didn't. Yep. Okay. And, that's, yeah, and it's, you got to remember that and, and come from that place rather than from all the other stuff. Thank you for listening to the Pretend to Imagine podcast with Tyler and Greg. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we, we really appreciate it. I uh, hope you had fun listening to us uh, talk about uh, my my freelance uh, kind of side side job. Oh, I've, listen, I've got stuff on the back of my car for you. Like to scrape off to the scrape back of the off car? that that's we can. Th- yeah, yeah. Delightful. Excellent. That's that's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, my butcher being a butcher. Yeah. Uh, and then we talked about Providence. You're an evil. You're, you're an evil butcher. No, no. I, I I'm a, a, a neutral. 
neutral. Chaotic yeah, neutral. Ambivalent. I'm an, and that's the worst kind of butcher. An ambivalent, ambivalent butcher. butcher. Yeah. As a matter of fact, that's my my gamer tag. Ambivalent butcher. Ambivalent butcher. I like yeah. that. That's Am- good. Ambivalent butcher six two one. Uh, so uh, uh, Providence. We talked about Providence um, and Guar. Guar. Yeah, which my phone here has uh, uh, spell corrected to gear. Oh, okay. Which is kind of not that. Makes sense. Uh, so Guar was fantastic. And poor, uh, poor losers. Tyler was poor, a poor loser. Was getting better. And now... I'm a recovering poor loser. He's, he's, you've recovered. I think I've fallen off the wagon once in a while. But, yeah. Uh, and then uh, don't, don't forget, I'm going to be sending you a free sample of Gramps. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want that. This has been another episode of Pretend to Imagine. For questions or comments, please email us at podcast at pretendtoimagine.com. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Pretend to Imagine. And visit our website at, you guessed it, pretendtoimagine.com. Produced by Tyler Smith and Greg Fisher. Web design and tech support by Small Hall Studios. Audio by Mitch Myers. Music by Greg Fisher. Editing by Tyler Smith. Please check us out on iTunes and Stitcher. And give us a five-star rating if you enjoy our podcast. Thanks, and happy pretending.